I like that. A linebacker uh, guarding Jerry Rice. That is good stuff. And uh, we uh, we come to you today, a couple of days after Baylor wins the national championship. And uh, it is uh, it is really exciting times. And we're going to keep continue to celebrate that. That's okay with everybody. And don't worry, Longhorns, Aggies, we will talk about other stuff. We'll talk about some of the things that have happened at your schools. I do have the new cockiest coach in the Big 12. All right, we got a new – I'm trying to think who I used to think it was. Okay, cockiest coach in the Big 12. I probably would have gone with somebody like – I mean, maybe Beard. He, he was kind of like funny cocky, had a little bit of love to kind of play the Whataburger angle. You could have you could have put him in that in that lineup, Stephen. Help me. I don't think it's Snyder or what's his, our brute. What's his, what's our buddy Weber? Sorry, not Snyder. That's the foot, that was the old football coach. <laughs> Weber. Uh, Weber Snyder. Was I, I do like guy. the visual though. Bill Snyder, like them firing <laughs> Bruce Weber and hiring Bill Snyder to be the foot basketball coach now. <laughs> Who was the cockiest though? Who? Let's think through this. I don't think Shaka was that cocky. Scott's not cocky. Um, Bill Self, a little bit. I mean, great coach, kind of, but kind of carries himself in a cocky. There's a little. There's some stuff he does after games, and he'll do some fun stuff with fans. I would go ahead and say Bill Self, but he has been eclipsed by the newest coach in the Big Twelve for the Oklahoma Sooners, Porter Moser. I've got this oh, guy wow. Stephen I... as a huge, huge just cocky i mean it's hilarious i have like not posting, picked up on this huh he's posting stuff that like there i guess there was a street there in oklahoma called porter way and he and he put a picture of it up and said i knew i knew i was destined to be here and all this stuff i think i think he is underrated cocky now wouldn't that be great if he could bring sister Jean with him golly if Sister Jean went in the transfer portal and ended up there in Norman. Would she have to join a Southern Baptist church? No, I mean, Oklahoma's a state school, so she could do whatever she wanted. Oh, she, yeah, she's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. So she'd be fine there. Uh, we do have – I don't, I don't want to let you all know, we, we've got uh, Everyday John. Uh, Jonathan Chamochachua is going to join us. He'll be calling us here in a little bit, and uh, we'll have him on at one twenty. And the associate head coach of the Baylor Bears, the great Jerome Tang. Jerome Tang uh, is going to join us at 140. Love having Jerome on. So this, you know, for many, many years, Steven, Scott came on with us constantly. It came on with me, even though I was in Dallas. And this year, because I wasn't back on the air in time, Scott did it, is doing a show with with uh with Tom and so honestly it's kind of opened the way for me to get to know Jerome better and coach Jacobs better and uh, I've kind of loved it I'm not saying I haven't Stephen you know me I might I might occasionally question this this media strategy but I love talking to these guys I've, and we've got great players we had Davion a couple of times recently we had Macy on with us Jared's been great I think Stephen, we we may have lost Jared about a year ago or something when I tried to record something on my phone, and I might have messed that up. I think Jared was like, "Okay, Mosley, we can't 
We can't. We can't. But Jared's always fun when he comes on. He did Good Morning America. He did all the national shows the other morning. So that was really cool. Um, Steven, some breaking news. So we'll have – it's a big Baylor day. When you win a national title and you're the flagship, uh, we got to do it. we got to keep rolling with it. Now, we're getting ready here in a minute. We'll do the Schmaltz's Trivia Contest. Okay, so get lined up for that. Uh, when you have the answer, you'll need to do it fast. We we, we kind of we give you about 30 seconds because we don't want a lot of Googling to happen. All right, it's 254-CNC Collision Line, 254-662-1660. All right, that's 254-662-1660. And Stephen will give the Schmaltz's trivia question, and then we'll want you to answer that. And then that's two free sandwich coupons and uh, – you go to either location out there right off Valley Mills. I love that location. That's a little closer to our station. And then uh, just right up the road there at uh, uh, downtown, like right around, where is that, Stephen? Is that Franklin? It's, I love that old location, but I'm just trying to picture it in my mind because I usually go to the one on Valley Mills these days. As a student, as a Baylor student, I'd always go downtown. It, it's on 5th Street, Matt. 5th. Fifth, okay. Yes. Fifth Street, so it's probably Fifth and Franklin, or Fifth and Clay, or something like that. Just Google it, okay? You'll be fine. You'll be fine. But Fifth, it is on Fifth Street. Just put it in your GPS. You'll get there, and you'll have one of the best sandwiches of your life. I love those sandwiches. I get went there yesterday and had a turkey with some cheddar cheese on it. Mm. Mm, it was good. What'd you do on bread? Did you order just normal? Did you just get whatever came with it, or did you try to get into that? Because I think this is the time of year they, they offer that special bread. I got the jalapeno bread, yeah. Oh, my gosh, that jalapeno bread. Oh, Stephen, we need to find, is anybody coming toward Dallas today? Is, would anybody bring me a Schmaltz's sandwich? Is that, is that a good thing to do with COVID, Stephen, to have perfect, just have strangers bringing me sandwiches? Uh, I'm, I'm just right out here on the edge of town. It wouldn't be far. I just can't get over there right now. I'm on the air. So I'm just right out here on the edge of town. You bring me, you bring me a schmaltzes. Okay. Here's the deal. Steven, we just had some breaking news. Uh, Sean Miller, the coach at Arizona has met with the president, Dr. Robert Robbins, a generic name there and AD David Heek. And or Hake, however we want to say that, last night for more than an hour with no conclusion. They then met again this morning. Like, how could you not fire Sean Miller? Like, you're in horrible trouble. You've already you're already basically on probation. What are you What are you having a hard time? I mean, I know he was a good coach, but my gosh, they met again this morning and decided to part ways with Miller, uh, who is owed about a, a million and a half. And. Uh, um, <laughs> Stephen, they already got those gifs or gifs of uh, what Paul Rudd. But he's like, you know, kind of who has it better? And they say that's Archie and Sean Miller at the next family dinner. Just all those millions they're going to pocket, not to coach. All right, Sean Miller's career at Arizona: three hundred and two and one hundred and nine, three elite eights, five Sweet Sixteens, three Pac twelve tournament championships, five conference championships. All right, who would you go after if you're Arizona? Well, if you if you just wanted to back up the Brinks truck, you'd you'd come after Scott. I mean, you you, you literally would go try to and you you know a guy who does it right doesn't get in trouble. You'd go after Scott Drew. I mean, for, fortunately, they usually kind of go after either assistants or 
real young guys. I, I don't know who they'll go after, but I mean, if they wanted to, I mean, I, and again, I don't want to encourage them to come after Scott, but uh, I got to feel like uh, any day now we'll hear about a nice extension for Scott, and it'll be similar to like the Bill Self. Uh, kind of lifetime rollout type, you know, series of five-year deals or whatever. I mean, I'm not trying to do the contract for Scott. Stephen, mm-hmm. you think Scott would like me to represent <laughs> him with Mac on this deal? Uh, I do, but, yeah, it's interesting. I'm actually seeing, Matt, they posted this opening online already, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. not sure Scott would be interested because one of the requirements is comfortable talking on wiretap. <laughs> That's good. That's good, Stephen. <laughs> oh, man. I've made a few of those wiretap jokes over the years. I really love that. That's good. That is good stuff right there. Comfortable talking on a wiretap. The funny thing is, Stephen, I mean, Sean Miller was on a wiretap, and so was the guy at LSU, and I can't remember who else. Bill Self may have been on a wiretap. And two of the three still have jobs. Yeah. Just like okay. they okay. got caught by the by the by the feds, like completely trying to pull <laughs> off this stuff, and they're just all still coaching. I mean, they finally fired Sean Miller. I don't think it's because he didn't you know, because of any of the illegal stuff. I, mean, I honestly think they just didn't have that great of a season. It's like, all right, let's go ahead and fire him now. Oklahoma State's like the it, only team that got punished, but then they got Cade Cunningham, and the NCAA was like, okay, we'll let you play. That's fine. Yeah, the appeal. I literally think they could. We'll have another year of a tournament, and and they'll still get to play in it. Like that, that's how long it'll take. These things are backlogged because of COVID. Like anybody, Stephen, any of us have, who've called had to call something. Like it doesn't matter, airline, whoever you call, they always were like we're uh, we because of COVID, we're all backed up. It's like COVID. What are you talking about? Why does COVID affect every single part of our lives? But it has. But Sean Miller had a good run there. Now, it'd be a huge Baylor Day for us today. Uh, the great Chamwa Chachua, uh, Everyday John, going to join us. And uh, that'll be fun at 120. Got a lot to visit with him about. Man, he's a great dude and just a fun. That's going to be fun to talk about. I've been trying to do some research, Stephen. Isn't that scary when I start doing a bunch of research? I'm afraid I'm going to ask a lot of, in, you know. But, Stephen, do you have some stuff planned for Jonathan? Oh, yeah, for Big, sure. Big John. I want to talk to every day, John. I need to get you involved in this thing. I'm not always good at knowing. All right. here Now, here's what we, we uh, want to do, though. It is time to do the Schmaltz's trivia question. Uh, Nelson Rube uh, bought Schmaltz's uh, when he was basically fresh out of Baylor back in the 19, you know, 70s. Maybe Nelson. I don't want to date him too much, but I think it was somewhere in the 70s late 70s, early 80s, and, and Nelson just said, you know what, I think I'd like to have a sandwich shop. And he found a way to do it because he, of great bankers like our presenting sponsor, Central National Bank. I'm not saying they're the ones who did it because Joe was still, like, in grade school at that point, the president of, of – uh, but his dad, Mr. Nesbitt, was already doing all the banking. So, anyway, um, and then, of course, Fonville was not even born when Schmaltz's came to uh, came to pass. All right, and then it became one of the great sandwich shops in the history of Waco, probably the best. Like if you're saying, where's the best deli sandwiches in the history of Waco? You would say, best barbecue sandwich started at VTEC's with Old Man VTEC many, many years ago, and then Bill took over. 
um, that that would be Vtex. But if you're talking about just the best flat out, boy, Vtex made some great deli sandwiches too. Now that I think about it, I I didn't always get the the um, I didn't always get the uh, what do you call it, Stephen? The uh, uh, gut pack. Gut pack. I used to get like a they used to have some kind of deli sandwich that I liked. I don't even know if it's on the menu anymore. I can't even remember what that was. Now I'm just having it's all I'm having all these flashbacks to law school. All right, Stephen, um, let's give the Schmaltz's trivia question, sir. So on Monday night, Jared Butler had 22 points and seven assists. He was only the second player in history to have 20 or more points and seven or more assists in the title game. Who was the other player that did that? Who was the other player outside of Jared Butler that had 20 or more points and seven or more assists in an NCAA men's basketball title game? 254 662 1660. Now, are you telling how long ago did it happen? Can you did you include that information or is that, does that give it away? Uh, I can tell you that it, it happened, happened since when? In 2003. Okay, and and that was the, that seemingly was the last person to do it. At least 22 points in 7 assists. In the national 20, title game? 20 points. Or 20 points or more 20, and seven 20, or more assists. Okay, 20 points and seven or more assists in the final four or in the national title game? National title game. Okay, all right. Man, think about all the great players who have done that. Now, I got to say, when you said 2003, that immediately clued me into a very, very special player. But I'm not going to – that's all I'm going to say. Like somebody that would – it's really hard to forget, okay? That may may still be playing, may still be playing. Golly, that's, that's not that far after I got out of school. I can't believe this person might still be playing in the NBA. All right, um, but now, Stephen, sometimes back then, a lot of – they already started. That was probably about the time when the one-and-done thing started, right? When they were that – was, that was kind of a – sometimes people went straight to the NBA, but that was a one-and-done situation. I'm really giving a lot of hints. All right, uh, 254-662-1660. And by the way, they may be wrong hints. Like There's something about 2003 made me start thinking of one player. And I don't even know the – this Steven is the only one allowed to know the answer because they know I would mess this up. Um, all right, Steven, are we are – they, are they kind of starting to pour in? Where you guys we, uh, yeah, we have we, a correct answer? We got a lot of guesses. We have a correct answer. Yes, we have a – we, okay. we have a winner. Do you want me to go ahead and name it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it when we just kind of do it all at once, okay? Because we got a bunch of guests today. We don't need mm-hmm. to hold it out. What okay, congratulations to JR. It was Carmelo Anthony. And many of you <laughs> got the right answer. It was Carmelo Anthony, but JR was first. He was the first I saw. So, JR, congrats. Yep. You won a couple of sandwich coupons, and everybody play again next week. But it was Carmelo Anthony from Syracuse. Yeah, the shocking part of that trivia is that Carmelo passed that many times. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Bayham had him buying in. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Buckets will never do that. Okay, uh, let's talk to everyday John. The great Chamwa Chachua will join us next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. A cold front moves through today and gives us a 20% chance of a scattered shower. Otherwise, clearing skies and still breezy. High temperatures top out at 82 degrees. Clear tonight, 51 for the low and mostly sunny. Much warmer tomorrow with a high of 88. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. Man put out an APB because Louie is missing. Louie is missing. Louie is missing. Police are asking for help to find Louie. Louie is the minor league uh, baseball team in, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, the Chattanooga Lookouts. Somebody broke in and stole the uniform, the mascot uniform. So Louie's gone. Be on the lookout for the lookout. Yeah. That's a good one. Game Time, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for, in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Praise continues to come in for Baylor men's basketball after winning a national title. Fran Fraschilla told Matt Mosley Baylor got back to their pre-COVID pause level just in time. Well, first of all, Mose, I honestly think Saturday I saw pre-COVID Baylor. You know, we saw it in the second half against Villanova, but Saturday was 17-0 Baylor, you know. Uh, and so I, I, that meant to me that by Monday that this would be a dogfight. Uh, at the very worst, you know, because there was a time at the end of the season, I said it on the air, I said, this is not the same team. This can't be, you know, three weeks, no practice. It all started to me Saturday. Rangers Blue Jays face off in a rubber game this afternoon. Broadcast at 1230, first pitch at one. You can hear it on 1590, kicker AM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Okay. All right. Now, these guys do need some sleep. These guys do need some sleep. You never know. I mean, they've been they've been going, and uh, golly, I hope, Stephen, send, uh, send our man uh, David Kay, the, the uh, crack uh, SID, that number one more time just so we make sure I didn't send something. I think I sent the exact right uh, number. So we are waiting for Jonathan Chamwa Chachua to call us, and uh, we will uh, we will get him on one way or the other. All right? And uh, we want to remind you that uh, uh, Coach Tang, Jerome Tang, will be joining us soon. That's going to happen at 140 today. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of – I was really interested in finding out from, from Chamo Chachua, Stephen, the uh, – and just, I know you'll alert me when he's ready. I, uh, when he came on the Bears' radar, I mean, that's so interesting that he goes to UNLV. The story is just fascinating to me. He, that they found some old tape of a thinner everyday John dunking and blocking shots. Oh, good, good. He, I think Jonathan was just sitting there wanting to hear my introduction. I had it all worked up here. Uh, it is the man of the hour. Jonathan Chamwa Chachua joining the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox on ESPN Central Texas. And um, Jonathan, uh, congratulations. We're so happy to have you. Have you, uh, were you able to finally get a little sleep last night? What has the uh, return to, what has the return to Waco been like? Uh, yeah, I finally got some sleep, which is like the first time in the last 48 hours. Uh, it's just been great just to be able to see how much love this city this city and the school is just giving us from the get-go as we get at the airport. Uh, it's been pretty good just knowing that we won a national championship. All right, you got the parade. We have announced the parade will be uh, next week, and uh, that'll be like at 6 o'clock in the evening. And I'm, I think uh, hopefully you'll get on the mic. Several players will get on the mic. That'll be a pretty cool thing right through downtown Waco. I think it's going to be on Austin Avenue. So this is going to be one long celebration, Jonathan. I mean, did it did it uh, did it hit you immediately a- after the game? Was, does it still almost sometimes not feel real? Where where are you in in terms of processing what just happened? Uh, to be honest with you. Um... It just started hitting me this morning that we just like made it happen with this great uh, group of guys and uh, this great coach and stuff. It just like hit me just this morning because it kind of felt like unreal at that moment. I even almost cried at, uh, at the stadium. But yeah, um, it just hit me right now because things just happened fast and we just flew back yesterday. I just finally got some sleep. And I just woke up in the morning and be like, man. And I was just like, thank God just to be a national champion. Uh, national champion. And it just feels good knowing that you guys are just, we guys are just the best team in the nation. Yeah, you are. Uh, national champions, first men's team to ever do it at Baylor. Uh, incredible. Now four national championships at Baylor, counting the uh, women, of course, Jonathan Chamwa, Chachua, Everyday John, they call him. I mean, EJ, do you uh, do you at least take a couple of days off? I mean, you're kind of known as one of the hardest working guys in the uh, 
in the history of the program. Can you can you kind of let yourself relax for a few days and enjoy this? Or are you going to be like back in the weight room tomorrow? <laughs> uh, I'm definitely going to be uh, taking a couple of days off. Uh, since uh, we got, yeah, James has been like my first two days off I took for like the last two years, which is kind of crazy. And <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just going <laughs> to take some time just to settle a little bit, just get my mind right, just enjoy the present and this time with my teammates. Boy, did it ever occur to you that, uh, I mean, it, it's it's weird to think about. Some people don't know that Gonzaga recruited you uh, early on. And, uh, I mean, that, that had to be an interesting experience. Uh, when, you know, all year, knowing you guys were on a collision course with each other, I would assume you got to know I, I, that you took a visit to uh, Spokane and know yeah. uh, and maybe met some of those coaches. Was that, uh, I bet that was an interesting experience, knowing that, you know, that was one of your final choices. Gonzaga, you could have been uh, Jonathan on, on that other sideline. Yeah, that's definitely true. That's just uh, the way just God just shaped the path for each one of us, and that was the path that God chose for me. And I kind of took it personal as well because I really wanted uh, just to show much myself and the world that the path that, uh, the Lord speak for me was the best one by beating Gonzaga on Monday. Yeah, it's it, it's just it's remarkable, and uh, and they obviously have a great team. But boy, y'all came out on fire. Um, it is Jonathan Chamwa Chachua, one of the great Baylor Bears. We hope he doesn't leave for the NBA. We're hoping he's going to be back with the Bears next year, and I think that's going to be the case. Scott will get really mad if I start talking about the NBA with you. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, not, let's not worry about that now and just enjoy this national championship. Exactly, exactly. We're not. They, there are already reports about uh, Davion today, and it's like, they're like, wait, slow down. Let's just let everybody celebrate this. Um, Steven, go ahead. Jonathan, it seems like everybody on the team uh, just has a really good relationship and and became really close through this run. Um, what was it like to just just being with your friends for so long in the bubble and and being with the the guys together uh, playing those games and winning a national title? Mm, I mean, it was definitely special because uh, for the first time we just had to spend um, about four to five weeks with each other uh, during those two tournaments. I, mean, I think it was actually really good because it just made us grow closer, just made us love each other even more. And the coaching staff just done a great job just keeping our, or just our head right, just um, stay locked into the next game every single time. It was definitely like a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and I will trade that for nothing. Jonathan, I mean, coming from Cameroon, you had a soccer background, and it, well, people have heard the story. You end up in Australia. Um, wh- who all have you heard from, and, and is this one of those deals where are you going to um, – I mean, travel's been kind of crazy with the COVID and everything. Uh, do you, do, have you just heard from tons of your relatives and family from, uh, uh, from Cameroon? Where, wh- who all have you heard from in, in the aftermath of this championship? Uh, yes, uh, I definitely be getting a lot of love from uh, my people still in Vegas and people from Australia and people in Cameroon since uh, I'm the first um, 
from Cameroon to win to be in a, uh, in a team that won a, won a national championship. So I've been getting a lot of uh, calls and love from all those people, and I just feel good about it. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Uh, people don't know it was uh, Bob Mute, uh, who's who was a great college player, and and uh, I think he had some. It was a, instrumental early in your career. Uh, Jonathan, who was the first person you remember hearing from from Baylor when you made that decision to transfer from UNLV? They they fired the coach that you really liked a lot, and uh, and so you decided, hey, I need another situation. And I know you uh, uh, probably heard from several schools. Do you remember who was the first person you heard from from Baylor? Mm, I might not remember. It might have been probably Coach Drew or Coach Jacobs, I think. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Okay. Yeah, and, and I remember you saying that Coach Drew's positivity and his faith and all of that, you just felt like it really meshed with you. Is that uh, what, what was it uh, about, about Coach Drew that kind of drew you to this program? Just um, how much he's just like not scared about speaking up of his faith, how much of a Christian he is, and how he just want us um, to just embrace the fact that we need to be better humans and be basketball player, just eat positivity, and how he always like there for us, just like as a leader should be. Now, how did you, and talking to Jonathan Chom with Chacho, part of the national champion Baylor Bears, I, I know you, uh, they wanted you to kind of get back to your, you know, athletic self and get a little thinner and all that. And you dropped, I think, 15, 20 pounds. Was that just, um, what, did you just get put on a, a different kind of diet? Did you, uh, or did you change your diet? <laughs> did you change your workouts? How'd you drop all that weight? Uh, I think I, I already got you a shout out to Charlie Melton. Just, he just, uh, realized that, um, um, I just had to work more on my mobility and do a lot of conditioning workouts uh, during that summer and during that extra year that I get. And he and I were just like working out, uh, I think five or six times a week, just early in the morning, coming in, just doing some exercise, just doing some cardio, some chemo, just to get my body right, just to get my vertical right. Uh, I feel like he did a great job with my body. Yeah, I think so. Uh, after watching some of these alley oops, I think they did okay with you. And obviously, you put in the work, uh, and uh, you've done an incredible job. You, I, I, one of those really stands out in my mind. Flagler, I think that was in transition, hit you on an alley oop in that game. One of one of those plays came off a, uh, a timeout, I believe. What is it with the alley oops? You and Mark are so great at it. Is it just? Um, do you almost kind of just make eye contact, or do they? Do your guards just see you? immediately when you're about to, you know, dart toward the, the rim? What makes you guys so good at those alley-oops? Well, I think uh, there might be two reasons for it, because one is that we just have got great guards. We just got uh, great guards. We can just make plays off of both hands, and they can see the flow. They're just so amazing, all of God. And the second thing is that because we got so um, some uh, such great passers in the team, whenever we're rolling after a ball screen, we're always rolling like we're about to get the ball for a lot. Like every single time, we're rolling to the rim. So that kind of helps us. And even though we don't catch the ball, we just see it as an assist because me rolling hard just get somebody up in the corner. All right, and and if we did a vertical contest, a vertical leap contest between Vital, Meyer, 
and and you, Jonathan Chamwa Chachua, do you do you definitely win that, or is it? I, I would have um, to say. I think um, that might be not a good question to ask me because I'm going to be a little biased. But if I exclude myself from the contest, I might say uh, Mayor. Oh wow! Okay, let's hope uh, let's hope Vital does not hear this. That's just one more <laughs> thing you're going to have to deal with. Uh, but that's uh, that's interesting. Now, have you ever? Do they? Do you, I'm sure they test for that. Are you? Do you come in around like what thirty five to thirty eight? Where do you? Um, where have you tested? What's your best vertical ever? Uh, I think um, that uh, one time we did and we've done it. I think I had like a forty or forty one, something like that. Yikes! Yikes! Man, that is some skyscraping right there. Six nine going <laughs> forty one. That's scary. I mean, that's NBA dunk contest type stuff. Do you, do you who had, if who would be the best in the dunk contest? By the way, do you have some? The, the vital seems like he's a he would ham it up and play to the crowd a lot. Meyer with the hair is always a fan favorite, but I I got to think you might have some things up your sleeve. The the dunk no, contest favors I, the I, I, yeah. I got to tell you, the one that might really surprise you is Adam. What? Yeah, yeah. You see, like, you know, that boy really got some hooks now. Like, don't slip on in. Okay, okay. I've got to write that down. What you see, that boy really (laughs) has some hops. (laughs) I like that, Adam. We'll look for that next year. I know you don't want to talk about next year yet, but boy, that's going to be. I mean, everybody will start talking about a repeat before long. Last thing I have for you: Do you think the next step for you is to? I've seen you. You actually have a nice. You know, fifteen, sixteen foot shot. Um, or do you want to work on expanding that and occasionally maybe slipping out there and taking a three, or do you want to stay close to the rim? I mean, just uh, gonna be whatever um, the coaching staff, my teammate, gonna need from me because I can actually shoot the ball, but I just really didn't need to since I have like so much great guards around around me who can shoot the three. So I really didn't need to do that to help us win. So I really didn't focus on that. Um, I didn't shoot them during the game. So whatever my team, the team is gonna need from me next year, I'm just gonna make sure I provide it. Well, it's exciting. Celebrate this one, and then we'll start talking about next year and. Uh... Jonathan, I mean, everybody, uh, you, you immediately became one of everybody's favorite players because the way you play with joy and you were such an incredible fit with this program, it seemed like you were always meant to be here. And uh, we're so glad you ended up in Waco, Texas, and you kind of have a new family. And I can't imagine back in Cameroon and your friends in Australia, they have to be so happy. But, uh, EJ, thanks for doing this. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. You bet. There he goes, Jonathan Shamwa Chachua. They call him Everyday John for the work that he puts in. And a fun guy. And I don't know how many languages he knows. Obviously, we stayed in English, which uh, is really the only thing I could do. I might be able to get into Spanish. He knows French. I think French is his first language. But he goes over to – he went over to Australia, and then they started having to transfer all his work I was reading into – French to in, in like using YouTube. So the man is a hard worker in the classroom as well as, uh, uh, you know, it, it, on the court. Just a really, really cool dude. All right. Um, that is Jonathan Chamuachacho as we continue to celebrate the national title. Next, we talk to associate head coach Jerome Tang. That's next on the Mosley and Simcox show. 
ESPN Central Texas wants to congratulate the Baylor Bears men's basketball team on bringing home the NCAA National Championship to Central Texas. Davion Mitchell, right wing. Ooh, he'll turn on the Jets. Drive in and lay it in. There's the blow-by by Davion Mitchell. The Baylor Bears. 64-51. Bears on top. Here's a block by Vinyl from behind of Kispert. Starts the break the other way. Flagler's three. Good from the right side. What a play. Another turnover that the Bears turn into big points. Baylor men's basketball. Through Timmy, top of the key. Ball knocked away and stolen. Davion Mitchell has it. Drive, layup, no good. Jonathan Chumwa Chachua with the loose ball. Kicks it outside. Three is good by Flagler. Congrats to head coach Scott Drew and the Baylor Bears from your friends here at ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Bears, the national champions. Flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Wickle has a gun show, and it's at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas Saturday, April 10th, and Sunday, April 11th. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a show where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety of the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. Located at 2801 West Winko Drive in the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, April 10th and 11th, benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. Well, one of the things I've really tried to do lately is improve my diet. And uh, and one of the things that can be helpful with that, Stephen's done the same, is trying to get more omega-3 uh, fatty acids because it can decrease your risk for heart disease and heart attack. And, um, man, a lot of us have stressful jobs. Not saying we do, but a lot of you do. And um, the American Heart Association recommends adults consume at least two servings of that fish each week containing omega-3s to help improve your heart health. Um, Cooper Complete Supplements, backed by Cooper Clinic physician and founder, Dr. Kenneth Cooper. He's 90 years old now. And I still saw him. I saw him the other day working out. Just an awesome dude. Uh, and then his son, Tyler Cooper, ran track for Baylor. And uh, at age 50, I don't know if Tyler wants that on the streets, but he's still uh, running laps around everybody. They recommend vitamins and supplements to improve the quality and quantity of their patients' lives. Special offer from Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements. Here you go. 10% off your purchase of Advanced Omega-3. Plus, get free shipping with any purchase of $60 or more. Now, here's how you do it. Um, you go to coopercomplete.com, and that's how you find it. And then also take the Cooper Vitamin Quiz. All right, at coopervitaminquiz.com. This is how you get all this money off. This is really good. Take the Cooper Vitamin Quiz at coopervitaminquiz.com, all right? And that, that will kind of uh, get us rolling on that. Support your heart health with Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3. The Baylor Coaches Show, your chance to hear interviews with coaches from around campus. People will tell you when you play a Baylor women's basketball team, one, you better rebound the ball because they're going to the glass, and number two, they're going to guard you. You build that culture of discipline in everything you do, and discipline leads to freedom. And when you have really, really strong players that are free and clear, they do some great things. Listen all year long on your home for Baylor athletics, the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Thursday. Stay night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. 
Walking into a gym can be very intimidating and uncomfortable. Mobile Muscle can help. The importance of your health is something you can't put a price on. It's a new year, which means God is giving you the opportunity to start fresh. Life is busy and times are different. With my workout program, I customize a plan that will work specifically for you and come to you. No gym membership wasted. No workout equipment needed. No excuses. I'm Matt Cunningham, and I'm Mobile Muscle. Give me a call or text today, and let's kickstart this year off the right way. 254-716-5174. If you're in need of professional car repair, how about you take your vehicle to a place that is locally owned and operated for 20 plus years, a place with a drive-up canopy, meaning you don't have to park your car when you need service, a AAA shop, a Blue Seal ASE certified shop, not to mention the cleanest shop in town, and winner of the best auto repair award since 2002, a place where customer satisfaction is the number one priority. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco, open Monday through Friday, 730 to 530. Freddie Kish Complete Car Care Center, like they say, where your troubles are our business. Boy, I've been excited ever since the, ever since that big moment. I was up there and I think I was about 422. I was just glad to be in that building going nuts. And uh, I saw Jerome Tang down there and uh, man, it was just a so happy for it, for Jerome and Coach Tang's been so great to be on with us, really for the last several months. And then I had my accident, and then I came back, and we've had a lot of fun together. Uh, Jerome, congratulations! I mean, I've, I've, uh, I've said that to you via other ways, but uh, my goodness, wanted to get you on the air today and tell you how excited we were for the program and for you. And uh, I bet, uh, I bet you haven't had just a, a, a ton of sleep. <laughs> haven't needed a ton of sleep <laughs> it's, uh, i mean the adrenaline the excitement the it's i just you know you can't really put it in the words what did you when it went in that game did you did you let yourself did you just stay like i know as a fan i was up there or a journalist i should say i was up there uh with about three minutes left and I finally kind of looked at the score and just thought it's pretty much impossible at this point uh or did you I mean when when did it kind of all start to flow over you I guess probably when you started taking those starters out of there um yeah actually a a little bit before that I I asked coach Jacobs coach Jacobs has this thing that John has this thing he does on on the bench he looks at the score looks at the team the pace and he says okay if we get to this, they can't get to that. You know, that's uh-huh. kind of his number. So I looked at him, and I said, hey, what's the number that they can't get to? And he was like, Coach, they can't score this many points in this with how much time is left. And <laughs> so it was probably about the under four-minute media. And so, But you can't really talk to Coach Drew about that at that time. So in my brain, I'm thinking about, okay, well, when do we want to put make the subs, and how do we want to do it? And, um, and then – uh, I looked to the bench with about, it was about maybe a little, it almost got to two minutes left. And I looked at the, the staff on the bench and I said, when do we want to make the sub? And they all like, oh, I mean, I was like, hold on, fellas, I'm just asking the question, you know, let's start thinking about this. And they're like, <laughs> under a minute, under a minute. And so that's when under a minute I went to, like a little bit before a minute, 116, I think it was, I went to coach. And I said, hey, you want to make the sub? And and he said, really, I want to do it? And then they started to make their subs, too. And so 
that's when it kind of all was like, wow, this is going to happen. And But it wasn't we are going to win the national championship. It was we're going to win this game. You know, and because it was really comp, you just you just had it, um, you know, just locked in on beating Gonzaga, not necessarily winning the national championship. Yeah, and and I would say that one time when when we kind of responded and went on a little run, and I I can't remember exactly. That might have been five or six minutes left, whatever. Flagler hits that three, and even though yeah. we didn't get as many fans as we would have loved to because of COVID. Um, uh, Jerome, that place kind of went nuts, and I know the bench did too. You guys were so enthused, but I think it was that Flagler three that just kind of sent off a. I mean, you know, usually a, a bucket like that, you'll hear just this roar. And I would say, mm-hmm. no matter what sections, Baylor was hundred. They had some in four hundred. You know, they were all over there. Some behind the bench. Some students were down there. I, I that was a that was kind of pandemonium. And I know y'all were still focused. And but I mean, you had at that point uh, that was a pretty awesome moment. I would say. No, it was. I think they called a timeout too when Flagler hit yes. three. Yes. And it was, yeah, it was definitely one of those moments where it was like, all right, we responded, and I don't think they have an answer. And uh, then with about, uh, before the under four-minute media, you could see Mark was trying to get him to trap us. And he kept calling his man-to-man trap hand signal, and they wouldn't trap us. They wouldn't come out. They couldn't figure out, I guess, how to do it or whether if they had gas in the tank to do it. And so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we, we're sitting pretty good right here. <laughs> Talking to Jerome Tang, associate head coach. Been here for all the ups and downs of Baylor. Who was the, uh, who was the first person you hugged at the final? The, the horn goes off. Uh, was it a group? Uh, of the assistant coaches, did you go get Scott immediately? I guess Scott had to go over and 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 see Coach Few. Who was that first hug with, if you can remember? Well, when you know when they were, we were subbing the guys out as the players yeah. came through. I got to hug them, and then I was I had enough time to you know go down the bench and give all of our coaches all the way down. You know, I mean, all the way down to Coach Charlie all the way down to because um, people sit in different spots, give them all hugs before that. So, you know, with like 11 seconds, I was back with coach and I told him, Hey, go ahead, walk down there towards coach view and give him a hug. And I was behind him. And so, cause we had done all the hugs kind of thing. And then when it was, yeah. you know, over then it, you see the guy celebrating and stuff. And then it's like starting to set in, you know, like, okay, not only did we win this game, but this game meant, we won the national championship and, and I just still couldn't grasp my head around. I know there was supposed to be some kind of a well of emotion and stuff, but the emotion wasn't about the national championship. It was about beating a team that everybody said you couldn't beat that, you know, they were the best team, probably the best team ever in college basketball. And, you know, just all these things that you knew that we knew we could do it. You know, and just so those were the kind of emotions that were being let out during that time. What uh, let me in on some of the insight. I've heard a little bit about how you all did it, um, but Drew Timmy had taken over that tournament. He'd given people fits and people thought, well, that's going to be key. How do they how do they slow him down? And boy, I mean, he just I guess he just never there was just never any comfort level. And I thought Flo did a great job. I know he fouled out, but. 
my goodness, you guys just kept sending people at him in waves. What was kind of the, obviously there was great execution of the game plan, but let me in a little bit on what, what was the game plan and then how, you know, how it played out. Um, you know, we felt that we were quicker at every position than they were. And, you know, that was a big John Wooden thing. Like he wanted his team to be quicker at every position. And then he wanted uh, quickness over height, but then he wanted to like get them as tall as he could, as quick as he could get them. And, when when you look at it and you say, man, we're quicker at every position, so now we can apply pressure to them, make them run offense further, make their passes more difficult to get it to Drew. And if we could keep a body on, on Drew, we felt like we could slow him down because nobody kept a body on him. And, so, and then we weren't going to try and block his shot. We are just going to wall him up and make him play through our chest and just make everything very difficult for him. And they just couldn't ever get the ball to him easily. You know, I mean, it might've been, if I, I hadn't watched the game back as a coach yet. And, uh, but I, I don't recall there being more than three buckets that you would say were easy buckets for him. That's what I, I want to watch that. I, I want to watch that with you sometime. Uh, and I don't know. <laughs> you, 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 I don't know if you'll allow that to happen or whatever. But man, that would be pretty awesome to kind of see what see what you're thinking through that. I mean, it was really unbelievable. I just think the craziest thing was that y'all punched him in the mouth, and you're up nine one. And <laughs> I mean, they really never got any closer. I mean, think about that. That never in the Big 12, and you're playing the team that's supposed to be one of the greatest of all time and all this stuff, and they're going for perfection. First team since Indiana, 76. I mean, it, it, and y'all just kind of hit them in the mouth, and they just couldn't. I, they never really got much traction in that game. I would say at halftime was the most traction they could have felt, 47-37 or something like that. That that's that's the only time they may have felt connected, and then you kind of yeah, well, came out and hit them again in that second half. Yeah, you know we had that. You know we had a, a fifteen or sixteen point lead with like a minute and something to go, and we just didn't close the half the way we could have, and had the ability to where we could have pushed it to twenty. And so at halftime, you know our guys weren't like happy to have a lead. They were disappointed that we didn't have a bigger lead. You know and the uh, and our goal the second half was to win every media. And it didn't matter if we won every media by one point or by five, whatever it was, we were just going to win. If we win every media, they can't beat us. And we did. We won every media except the last. We tied, I think, 4-4, something like that. That's pretty cool to think of it like that and separate mm-hmm. it into because, um, yeah, isn't it interesting because the, the, the women have the quarters. It's a little different for mm-hmm. the men, but you can kind of play these games within games and, hey, we're going to win every media. Well, I love that. I love that. You know, I've started thinking in those terms a little bit because you'll – it'll if the, the, time, you know, the timeout will happen at 15.36 or whatever, and then you're just like, okay, what's the score? What's the score? And we just – I mean, my gosh, as a, from a fan's perspective, it was just incredible that you just – you guys kind of almost ran away and hid from them. And in that second half, they just got buried. I mean, they could not, as good as they are and as highly skilled as they are. And I liked at the end, you know, you could just tell how much respect the two programs have for each other. I know you all are friends, and there's a lot of crossover, and Jake has spent some time there. 
um, and uh, Rim played there. Uh, it it was kind of cool to see Jerome the two um, uh, the two programs kind of like hugging it out a little bit. You know, they knew they were beat. Man, yeah, yeah a ton a ton of respect. You know, uh, you know, I mean, we recruited Jalen Suggs, we recruited Drew Timmy. Um, we we got great respect for for Coach Few. I mean, they do. They don't. They only get talent. They develop guys. You know, they have a work ethic up there and a culture up there that's second to none. And uh, you know, Tommy Lloyd is. You know, just just. I mean, he could be running a high major program right now and on his own, but he chooses to stay there because of the culture. And Roger Powell, you know, just he worked for Bryce Drew. Just just a just a super human being and. I mean, everyone in that program, and, and when you talk to Rim, you talk to, to Coach Jacobs about what they do up there and how they do it and the type of people they are. And I mean, Coach Few stops me in the hallway, and uh, he's asking me about my career, my goals. You know, this is during a the tournament. They're trying to win a, a championship, and he's asking me about how he can help me and saying how he wants to help me. You know, and then uh, it's, I think it was before the Final Four games, or Final Four games, uh, he's he's like, hey, uh, you know, I've been talking to your boss, just trying to convince him about, you know, you guys spending more time away from the office, and you know, just right, just teaching him to really enjoy this and not not be so, you know, so locked in on, you know, the next thing that he has to enjoy life. And I mean, just think about that. This guy is trying to win a national championship. The NCAA tournament's going on, and and he's talking to Scott about going fishing and, you know, really enjoying life and allowing your assistants to have more family time. And, and not that coach ever stops us, but, you know, when when you have those kind of people, man, and, and they run that those high-character guys and they run such a great program, you admire them, you, you, you really respect, and just, you know, and you saw it in the, in the, in the game the, of how we, we had to prepare for them and how they prepared for us. And, and then at the end, just, you know, there was, really um a great respect for each other well I, your kids are a little older than coach brooks kids i thought that was a sweet uh that was an unbelievable video or picture of his little his little guys uh his little kids waiting for him on the curb i mean that was the coolest <laughs> thing but even though your kids are a little older i bet they were i mean very very excited to see you after this bubble and that's tough to be away from your family that long so we're happy you're home coach tang what was your first um What's your first meal? Are you going to like make a championship meal or are you going to have, will somebody make one for you? Well, you know, um, it's crazy. I, I had a, a bowl of cereal this morning. My wife was uh, worried that, you know, whether the milk was good or not. <laughs> um, we haven't really had time yet. Uh, I've got a, you know, I'm going to tell you this, this is a funny story. So I land, we land. It's around two o'clock when we land. You know, you've got all the stuff going on there at at the airport. You know, with mm-hmm. the fans and the camera and stuff. And and but I have to pick the dogs up before five o'clock uh, from the the vet where they were housed. Um, they were boarding, and and so you know, I I get out of there about three thirty or whatever, and I get over to the vet, and there's a car next to me, and I've got my hat on. I got the the net around my neck still, and I'm sitting in, in the front and this. The, the windows go down in the car next to me and it, it's a Baylor fan. And she's like, 
no way you're here. You know, why are, why are you here? What are you doing? Why don't, is, I mean, somebody's not picking your dogs up for you. You didn't. I said, <laughs> and I had to tell her. She took a picture and sent it to her husband. Her husband and her, and her son uh, were at the game, and she stayed home. You know, so they were in Indianapolis flying back, and, and she sent in a picture to her husband, and she says, she said, I said, you know, hey, you know, life still goes on. I mean, I still got to get the dogs and still got to go home and, you know, unpack the clothes and all those things. And it was just pretty funny because I know it's the heat thing, but we still, we got to go to the grocery store and do some grocery shopping and stuff before I can do any cooking. So, so that, that that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. You uh, once you're once you win a national title, there's no anonymity really involved. You're where you are a public figure, and you will be recognized. You already were, but my goodness, it goes up tenfold. Well, listen, we we got to turn it over to John Morris now, the John Morris Show. But uh, all season, we have so much enjoyed visiting with you. We're so happy for you, and uh, you are the official coach of the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. You know that. Hey, well, Matt, thank you so much. Baylor Nation, we got a parade next Tuesday in Waco. We hope everybody shows up and green and gold and uh, really support these guys for, for how well they played and how, more importantly, how well they represented our university and who we are and what we're about to the, to, to the entire world. And so they're um, just real proud, and I'm proud of Baylor Nation. And, Matt, thank you for this opportunity. And, during the off season, we can watch this game together. Okay. Oh man, I cannot wait. I'll bring some food and things. I'll I'll I'll, I'll kind of get all the the fixings and all that kind of thing. <laughs> all right, it'll be great. There he goes, uh, Jerome Tang, our good friend and a great coach, a great man, and uh, so fun to celebrate this thing with a great guy like this who helped uh, uh, has been an incredible partner with Scott in turning this program around and getting them to the ultimate. All right, time for John Morse. The J-Mo Show. We got to do it yesterday, but I think J-Mo is back in the saddle. That is next.